I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Top Thrill 2 is like no other course. Two 420-foot vertical speedways, three launches. All right, let's talk strategy. Copy that, driver. Go for maximum acceleration off the start. Measure that. You've got a short straightaway to push from 0 to 74 on the first vertical speedway. And what about the rollback? Rollback will set you up for an explosive reverse climb 420 feet in the sky so you reach 0 Gs in total weightlessness. 420 feet of straight-up speed. Let's get it. Top Thrill 2, the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch Stratocoaster. Get your tickets at cedarpoint.com. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Happy last week of 2009 fucking teen. It's the end of a decade. What a decade for first for me. I think I lost my virginity this Oh, yeah, wait. Oh, no, I didn't. Wait, did I? Wow. I haven't been a virgin. I've been a virgin. Holy shit, I've been fucking this whole decade. Wow, you guys, my timing is really off. I thought I lost my virginity this decade. I thought some great shit happened to me. But no, a bitch went to jail, got broke, shit, got broken up with. And then there were amazing fucking moments, like moving to New York, buying new tits, getting horrible decisions on the map, and having you here. So we have arrived at our top moments for 2019. Mandy and I have chosen our favorite moments of the year, and we are so excited to share it with you guys. I would like to start it off with a bang. And as a bang, it would be shit. The first episode that we did, I think, of our top moments in 2018 or 17 was Literally one of the worst shit stories I think I've ever heard. The second episode we did, if you guys remember of our top moments, was uh, how much me and Mandy would get shit on for. And luckily, this next clip you're about to hear is not about us. It's from episode 117 featuring the Dad Hats and Bowties podcast who came on thinking that they were guys that liked to be pegged when really they just had a finger in their ass but it leaned into some amazing stories about anal sex that they've had in the bedroom. Stay tuned, listen to this crazy wild shit, no pun intended, and enjoy. So before we started the show, we did a little pre-production and I'm like, hey, is there anything we need to talk about? So I didn't bring my strap because I got excited, but I'm going to a party after here, so I didn't want to be walking around fucking Brooklyn with a strap in my bag. Right. Because so, that ain't going to work. You know That me. ain't it. Excuse, excuse me. So, I got a funny story about something like that, though. So, so I'm doing pre-production with them, and I'm like, okay, so you're into pegging. Cool. So have you been strapped? Like, So he's like pegging. He's like, yeah, man, I had fingers in my ass. And I'm like, okay, but have you taken a strap like a dildo? He's like, nah, I had fingers in my ass. And I was like... So wait, you've never been pegged? And he's like, well, the girl who put her fingers in my ass said it was pegging. And I literally, my heart dropped. 
I was so disappointed because she, that is not pegging. She so, thought the whole episode was going to be trash. Here's another question. And she, was 30, she was 37 the at the time, too. Did y'all go to Mouse's show? Did y'all go to Horrible Decisions Live to just promote your shit? Or do you listen to the show and know what the fuck pegging is? We have never done Hold a fucking up. feature oh, on oh, nah. any podcast where they don't bring it up. Yes. Okay? Agreed. Literally, on The Breakfast Club, Van is doing his first interview there <sighs> and they bring it up. So, and then he's like, oh, that's so, because Horrible Decisions. So I do want to bring up, um, but no. So wait, you didn't know, nigga. So no. you're just basically telling me y'all just have never listened to the when show. When we, I've listened to the show. So have you? I listened to like snippets. I ain't gonna snippets. Hold you. Okay. Gonna hold well, you. nigga, you should have googled pegging. When we have because con- look what happens when you Google pegging. That's <laughs> the <laughs> thing that yeah. comes up is a goddamn animated bent over nigga taking a strap. Listen. So, so, before, so that, that, ahead, let me go get ahead, back to the timeline. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm, I'm, we're gonna run go this, the, the show along. Go ahead. Um, go ahead. So. Actually, is a sexual practice in which a woman performs anal sex on a man by penetrating his anus with a strap on dildo. This practice may also involve stimulating the male genitalia. The neologism, okay, I don't know if that's right, but the neologism pegging Mm -hmm. was popularized when it became the winning entry in a contest in Dan Savage's Savage Love Sex Advice column held after an observation was made um, that there was no common name or dictionary definition in the act. Now, I did want to get into some Wait, other Wait, Dan Savage name pegging? Yes. God damn, that nigga's a G. So, um... I love Dan Savage. So, basically, guys, the horrible decision for this week, instead of actual pegging, it will be the starter kit to mm. booty play for, for niggas. Shout out to Chris for the uh, type. Yes, flow was good. Shout out to, shout out to um, Benson for that. Or whatever. So we're going to get into, um, I guess, the starter kit real quick. And we're going to go through this because you did say you allowed fingers. So share your amazing story Mm -hmm. um, about the fingers going in your ass. So I was uh, having sex with uh, this older woman. She was at the time she was 15 years older than me. I was 21. I think she was like 37 or something like that. So I'd be liking the young niggas. (laughs) So um, we was having sex in her crib. And everything was cool until um, it got to when her bed broke. So I was, yeah. So I was fucking her. She, so she had just. You're not even big, and you broke her bed. It had to be IKEA. I mean, you saw how you sucked that toe. (laughs) (laughs) I'm gonna need y'all to stop. Skinny niggas doing better. Stop underestimating the side of the table. You don't look skinny. No, he. Nah, you're not a skinny nigga. He like what five six. Yeah, like five, six, five. Yeah, five, tiny. God, thank yeah. you. God, you tiny. Damn. What? What I do? I'm just saying five, yeah, six. It's, nigga, all, it's all good. They shooting shots all episode. Yo, like, I know you just sucked the toe, but can I get some of that water? I need to take this Tylenol. Yeah, of course. There's water behind you. Oh, oh yeah. You don't know where his mouth has been. It was just on my foot. It was literally just uh, on my foot. I was all, ah, you you uh, know how our foot tastes. Come on. Hell, I know. I rebuke that in the name of this show. No, but okay, so go ahead. You're on her Ikea bed and it breaks. Yeah, so the bed broke and when the bed broke, she's like, oh my God, oh my God, stop, stop. I was like, calm down. It's all good. Like, I'm I'm into whatever whatever fuck happened, happened. Oh, so whatever happens, happens? I was like, yeah. So she goes, yeah, so she goes on her closet and she takes out I don't know I don't know the name of this device but this is a device that uh, you, I guess the man puts it over his uh, his balls and then it, it prevents you from coming so the whole uh, time a cock ring yeah yeah so the whole time we're device it's a cock ring sir I, I, I didn't know the name of it okay. so so over the balls or over the cock because the cock ring goes well, you, over the you, cock no, right? you the cock ring you can put it over your you balls you can put it over your balls too so I was like I've never had this on she's like it's all good I just really want this to last now so I was like great so so we fucking 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 and then she's like 
putting her hand on like the left cheek of my buttocks. So I'm like, mm-hmm. uh, what are you doing? Buttocks. My glutes. Don't worry. <laughs> Gluteus maximus. Maxim. Don't worry. <laughs> this is coming from the nigga. What was the end? Distinct. What was it? <laughs> she was like, don't worry. It's going to be okay. I was like, um, what are you doing? She was like, don't worry. It's going to be okay. So then she's slowly sliding Two fingers at once. That's pegging. Into I'm my ass. Like, you tell me. That's two at that fingers in my. Wait, 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 wait. One, one moment, sir. Um, yeah. She didn't eat it first. I just want to know how your ass was lubed up enough to fit two fingers in. It was very sweaty. Oh, and, no, yeah, sweat? yeah, it was. It was, it was Look, very sweaty. That's kind of gross. This isn't fun anymore. <laughs> it was very okay. sweaty. And, I, I haven't heard the story yet either. Okay, so okay. I, like I got questions. <laughs> <laughs> so then she's literally sliding it up, and then she's like, "Oh my god, I'm sorry. I'm, 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 try, I'm trying to fit two up there, but I really should be fitting one." So then she literally just does this and just sticks the whole middle finger. She has long fingers, so she's literally sticking mm-hmm. the whole middle finger, and then she's doing that. And she's like, "How does it feel?" I don't want you to think that I'm quote unquote making you feel uncomfortable, but at the same time, this this should have been a conversation it, first off. Yeah, it should have. Yeah, it should have. And yeah. not daring. And this was the first time I was having sex with her. Oh, Damn. she was trying to turn you the fuck. I think so. And <laughs> it fucking works. <laughs> and it works. I actually talk about these things before. I'll give you that. Yeah. Especially because, but you I mean, see, he's nah, like, she that, went in the that, closet. That, that looks like a, a safety hazard. That looks so like how I, I, I make sure they're wet first. Um, FDA needs to be involved. And so, <laughs> so, no, I, I, so I stick these drugs. up my own yeah. ass. Um, and so so I don't, it doesn't, it doesn't hurt. Like, I just have to be really careful yeah, really and careful. I don't want to scratch For anal, I feel like those aren't a big deal. In my pussy, I, I don't like that. Yeah, no, I don't like nails in pussy either. What are um, first off, you I'm like, my fault. they do really my good fault. getting these goddamn nails done. Um, it's a, it's a sh- exit. But no, so yeah, what was there a conversation that you had after you allowed fingers in your ass? Yeah, there was a conversation because I basically told her why did you think it was okay to do it? Like this was after everything happened. Oh yeah, I'm leaving out a wild part too. So prior to that happening, outside of the sweat being your yeah, there's more I, wild. I was like, yeah. that was pretty. So was this part is actually very factual. This might gross a few people out, but it is what it is. So okay. we start shit on her finger. We start worse than that. So, <laughs> yeah. So we start, I start fucking her from the back. It's one of the first few ones that I start fucking anally. She was like, you know, stick it in. I was like, you sure? Oh, she was she a like, freak yeah. Freak. So I fucked her in the ass. No exaggeration. I swear on everything. I pulled the fucking, I pulled, I pulled out. It was shit everywhere. Don't it was shit. It was Don't. shit. I swear to story. God. <laughs> I swear to God. It was shit everywhere. So bad Wait, that no. she had to throw out her entire. I swear. <laughs> I cannot. I cannot make this up. I swear to God. Have you had anal sex before? Before her, no. So this was your first experience with Yo, anal sex. Right. It was just a lot of first happening. Weezy turning yellow. She turning yellow. It's gone. She's wheezing. You know Get her some motherfucking lube water. Come on, man. What? What? Oh, she's crying. Wait, oh, my wait. God. Can I just tell you, I'm so disappointed because this is not what you should. You're, now you're being fearful of the people who have not tried anal sex. It's not always a, a fucking shit this show. This is what happened, though. Yeah. Not this is a shit show. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. So how did you feel seeing all the shit were you still okay? on some real shit I was okay with it she show oh, <laughs> <laughs> <So> over <laughs> that's the best show ever wait so on some real shit you were okay with seeing shit on some real shit I was okay with it okay. to the point okay. where <laughs> to the point where to the point where I really realized 
yo, I'm nasty because I still wanted to keep having sex. She's you like, no, no. Like, we literally took a shower and she was like, you have to leave. She's like, I feel very embarrassed. She was like, she was like I feel very embarrassed. So she stuck your fingers, her fingers in your ass yeah. after the shit show. Yeah, after the shit show. I think maybe she wanted to pay you back and maybe get your shit everywhere. That might have been, that, that, that might have been it. That might have been it. So you but guys it, took a shower yeah. and then went back to fucking, now no, just no, no, on no. the mattress because no. you guys threw the sheets away, right? No, as soon as we finished taking that shower, that was it. She really didn't want to go in again. Like, cause by she this was point, embarrassed. Yeah, by this point, we was like, we were two, three rounds in. Weezy, have you ever had shit come out while you was having sex? <laughs> she really cried. <laughs> <laughs> Are y'all filming this? <laughs> is this on I mean, camera? <laughs> yo, can I be honest with you? I think the reason I started crying laughing so hard is because maybe it's been coming from reading books so often, but like, I pictured everything. Take this away from me. And like, literally, <laughs> when the nigga was like, shit all over, I, I could just picture someone rolling up the sheets. <laughs> <laughs> having to put him in a plastic bag. <laughs> that's so gross. So, so you said you was a little then, scared of like people. But also people. real shit. I was okay with it. So, so you, it was I've real had, shit. I've it was had real anal shit. before and there, there was no shit. There was, I've had anal before and there oh, was well, no done shit. Done anal. Wait, but pause. I've, uh, right. <laughs> I mean, so, I've done is, it. so I'm not gonna lie. Right. There's been there's been times like where I've had anal sex and it was so good and I felt like I was getting too wet that. You ain't like, know what was back there. What's back there? This is that way. <laughs> and I've like literally like peeked between my legs to make sure there was nothing on the sheets and all that shit while I didn't have anal sex. But I want to ask the doctor. One like, of the one how of the, do niggas get wet in their ass? I hear that in gay porn all the oh, time. Oh bitch, like, I watch, my ass didn't got wet. I didn't came from my ass, bro. But one of the things, one of the tricks for ladies who may be scared <laughs> of it. So one of the things that I do because of course. Um, sanitation wise especially if you use condoms ladies right. mm-hmm. you don't want to go from the ass back into your vagina right. so right. something that I do when I have anal sex is when I know I'm ready like for him to get the fuck out of my ass cause now mm. it's hurting I'll reach back and pull the condom off so that he doesn't see just so in case there is anything on the condom wow. he doesn't see that the condom is dirty You're slick that's so yeah that, slick that saves like the mood to where if anything was in there and then he has to get another condom to go back in my vagina but what I'll do is I'll sexily if that's a word I'll sexily it's not like well whatever I'll sexily pull the condom off and then either toss it to the side to where I know where it's at so that I remove it mm-hmm. or like I just run and push it in the it toilet. It says and flush your it. ass doesn't. Why are you still putting shit in the toilet? I don't know because li- listen, I don't care. I flush it, and that's you just fucking what I up do. sanitation. You fucking up the ecosystem, pipeline, everything. the ecosystem. Um, well, I'm listen. big on global warming, so I'm sorry. Okay, you're fucking well, up right now. That's fine because I'm just happy I have my plastic straw. Because <laughs> and I'm glad we're getting rid of plastic very soon. Don't lit though. Hey guys, so one of my favorite moments of the year comes from episode 104 featuring Aisha Faines, who is a beautiful soul that I met on the set of The Grapevine. And during this episode, we talked about the casual hookup culture. And I thought that just what she brought to this episode and to the platform really dug deep into, you know, just the responsibility of the hookup culture. And while Weezy and I share our sexual escapades over this year and over the past few years, I think that this conversation definitely brought a responsibility that we have to really knowing what we're getting into when we're hooking up casually. So check out this clip now and be sure to check out episode 104 if you haven't yet. Hey, this is Melvin. I oh, texted you last night. You never responded back. Um, if you didn't want me to have your number, and why did you give it to me? That was kind of like dumb as hell. You seem like you're one of these little young, dumb-minded brides. 
you got your little rinky-dink minimum wage job at Marshall's, and you think you're the bomb and ain't even a firecracker wearing wigs like you some 90-year-old lady with no hair. I mean, I thought you had a nice face and body, but beyond that, there's so many chicks in San Diego with that, and I got plenty of them, so I'm not about to be chasing you around. I mean, unless you're mentally retarded or something, normally when somebody calls or texts you that you gave your number, you respond back. So I guess you're too retarded to realize that. So I'm going to just go ahead and delete your number. Bye, nigga. Let me tell you. Don't you, be Melvin. So do not be Melvin. <laughs> but Melvin spent how long was that long ass message? At like thirty. Oh, we submitted. You sweating her. I know you saying, "Oh, she ain't all that. She wearing wigs." But apparently, you like that because you still sweating her. If you really didn't care, you would have been like delete and moved on to all the women you the supposedly have. Why not women that allegedly have. have. I will say call. we've said this multiple times. There are women who have been shot and killed for not giving niggas a number. Oh, absolutely. We were not for not yet, responding to a cat call. We honestly will give our and, and I honestly feel like thank God um Steve Jobs and this Apple for giving the block feature. Oh, praise uh, God. because a lot of people caught on to that fake number that we used to have back mm-hmm. in the day. They knew it was a fake number, bitch. You remember you, you have been giving the reject hotline. Yeah, you see that video <laughs> that, the, uh, that the comedian did when he was like, she was like, oh, I'm going to call your phone, I'm going to call your phone. Why it ain't ringing? Come on, <laughs> No. And, well, and that's my what, phone, my phone not on. Sure it's that's all that guys do now. And mm-hmm. so I, I wanted to just bring that up because unfortunately with dating um, multiple people, you do give your number out, whether mm-hmm. it's on a dating site, whether you meet someone at a grocery store. Um, I want to give you guys the actual definition um, of hookup culture. It is one that accepts and encourages casual sexual encounters, including one night stands and other related activity without necessarily including emotional bonding or long term commitment. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that it's something that we are in. We actually often on this show um, boast about casual sex, um, meeting people and maybe even being able to have sexual encounters without the emotional connection. I know I've mentioned that Mm -hmm. you do like more of the emotional connection, but I wanted to bring up where this started Mm. um, and how. Although we sit here and preach about it, how many women don't like it and how it actually stemmed from feminists wanting to take hold of their sexuality Mm -hmm. and not be shamed for it. And now it's kind of a narrative that we're pushing on to women, even though we all still low-key want commitment. Yeah. We all low-key have these emotions. I don't know if we want commitment more than we want to feel stable with something. For Mm -hmm. example, like, I don't expect real serious monogamy or commitment from, like, the lovers I have, right? But, like, Mm -hmm. I would at least want something not nothing. I don't even know if commitment's the word, but just knowing respect. that re- respect, um, right. honesty, which also could be known as commitment, mm-hmm. or you know, a bitch seeming like she's tripping, just for me to know that there's some stability in what we have. Yeah. I don't like people that aren't really consistent, and consistent okay. can honestly mean you text me once a week. But I like some kind of <laughs> consistency in mm. something. Like yeah. like I said, I have people that I'm sleeping with casually. I don't need everyday shit. I don't need every other day shit. Some of them just need to be once in a blue. But like, mm. I like to know that I w- you won't go disappearing on me. I like some kind of, I guess, commitment. Yeah. Do- it doesn't have to necessarily right. be as serious as everybody thinks. But what's the incentive for the man? And that's the issue. There's no incentive. 
Like you think about what sex does, if you think about it in terms of like a marketplace, sex makes vagina very cheap. There's no investment. You don't have to put in time. You don't have to put in What do you mean, marriage. for sex? Yeah, you don't have to invest time. You don't have to invest attention. You don't really have to invest I, I think marriage. it depends on what that it person wants, It lowers what too. the... What, oh, it does. So that's why it's not about the sex. It's about the culture. Right. Because that's individual wanted, yeah. sex is like, you may want... It just as much as I do, and we part ways, and I feel good, and you feel great, and I'm liberated to have that experience. That's the beautiful thing. The unfortunate thing is it's happening in a culture where patriarchy and sexism still exists. Yes. So even though you're liberated to participate in these relationships, men are still having the upper hand because most often in hookup relationships— a lot of women will be sexually loyal to one man who has a harem of women. Mm. The man is determining when it happens. The man often determines where it happens. The man often determines if it happens. The man is offering, often determining the terms in which it happens. So you didn't escape. As you guys know, I'm a 90-day fiancé ho. And I will not let a moment go on this podcast where we have extra time. And I won't do my goddamn motherfucking accents. I mean, I just love this goddamn show. I really feel like Lord Jesus himself came down and was like, Wheezy, I've got something for you, baby. So this is from episode 134, uh, the end of a ho-ass summer. Oh, hot girl summer. I'm sorry, but same shit. And um, we had a guest coming in, Freddie Gibbs, who was late. And I did everything in my power I could to recap the last season of Before the 90 Days. Check out these problematic-ass accents, and if you don't like them, suck my dick from the back. Bruh, they're He's just so great. We gotta get nuts. him on the show. Huh? We gotta get him on the show. I don't know. Oh, Adam or Wayno? Both of them. I didn't listen to your November, but I li- thank you. Shout out to Lena for coming on our podcast. Yes. Which, bitch, I am so tired of you saying, Weezy likes different music than me. <laughs> what? what the you fuck? You do, bitch. bitch. I listen to you. Every- like, do, 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 do. I don't even know how to do the little house music sound. Boop, 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 boop. That's what it sounds like. <laughs> I don't fucking like that house bitch, I music listen to shit. everything. Scoot-tis, I'm a code switcher. That's what I do. This is why you hear 10 fucking different accents. I don't know what I'm doing anymore. This is very offensive that you have all these accents. It's just very offensive. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Rev up your thrills this summer at Cedar Point on the all-new Top Thrill 2. Drive the sky on the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch vertical speedway. And now, for a limited time, get more Cedar Point fun for less with our limited-time bundle for just $49.99. Get admission, parking, and all-day drinks for one low price. But you better hurry, because this bundle won't last long. Save now at cedarpoint.com. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play.
Speaking of accents, my God, 90 Day Fiance You are making us go over our hour. Now they, is he here? They, they get a two-hour episode. Nah, he ain't here yet. Okay, then. So let me tell you about 90 Day Fiance, bitch. <laughs> this shit is getting good. Holy spice. So... I probably talked about Michael and Angela, the white woman mm-hmm. who's from Georgia who's dating the Nigerian nigga. Bitch, she got her motherfucking ass in Nigeria and on camera, she's there for like two minutes. She's like, now if he fucks up again, that's it. I'm done with him. I'm sick of him. Bitch, next clip, she asks him one question. It's his birthday and she goes, have you ever been on a boat? He said no. Apparently he was on a boat and she saw it on Facebook. She was like, that's it. You fucking son of a bitch. He's a goddamn liar and I'm done. I'm done with him. Bitch, she gets out the car and you see the cameras and shit. She's smoking her fucking cigarette just like the white trash she is. And she's like, I can't believe him. You know what he does? All he knows how to do is lie, lie, and lie. And here he is talking about, I don't know how to save it with Angela. I love her. And now it's going to ruin my chances to get to America. So bitch, hold on. This is the best part. She tied this nigga shit. She walks to a braiding salon. That's just what really adds the on it. So she's in the braiding salon, and this Nigerian lady, and you know, like you can tell that you know when someone's not laughing at you, but they laughing at you. So she getting braided up, she getting these cornrows, and the lady's like, "So what advice do you need?" And she's like, "I just don't know how to deal with these Nigerian man. Does yours lie to you? Because all he knows how to do is lie, bitch. Why does this nigga show up? Okay." Angela, can I speak to you for a moment? She's like, get out! Get your ass out! <laughs> so she comes outside, and this nigga's sitting there in the box. And he's telling the cameras, the last time that Angela was mad at me, I brought her a cake. She loved cake. And she a big white bitch. <laughs> so why he came out, bitch, with this cake in his hand, and he opens the lid trying to apologize, bitch, she takes the cake, fully braided, and throws it in his face. She's like, tired of it. It's not going to work this time. And fucking TLC's petty ass going back to the montage of her fucking eating the cake like, I forgive you, like the last time. Bitch, that shit was so good. And he's sitting there wiping the fucking cream off his face oh what a tale <laughs> then they got this other dude caesar okay his sorry ass so this was not a part of my outline by the way will we still wait is he here no okay so, we, so what else we gonna do talk about a 90 day fiance so let me tell you about caesar bitch this is before the 90 days by the way so it's before they get to the point where they get married so caesar has been talking to a russian girl maria for five years and uh he sends her 800 a month so over time like 40 g's or something like that okay every time he she tries to get her to see him her flight gets canceled or she gets sick cat gets on fire mom dies it's something so he does this elaborate trip where he's going to propose to her. He flies to Mexico. He borrows money for it. Bitch, she cancels on him one last time. He got a ring, and you're watching him with these little candy panties on the bed. And he's like, oh, I can't wait to meet her. She cancels this fucking trip on him. Bitch, never met her. Then they start going through these clips of videos she sent him. She's never even said his name. She just records videos and she's like, I miss you, baby. Apparently, it's like this Russian scheme where they be trapping niggas and just getting them all fucked up. So she's probably been doing this to like five or ten different men. Never met her in five years. Like, people are really dumb. I know. Like, they're really dumb. Like, it's really I don't know how they're still this dumb. Like, we have the internet on our fingertips now. Like, how are people this dumb? How? I think it's people that never get pussy. No, bro. No. Not getting p- pussy doesn't make you dumb. Like, think about catfish. No offense. But offense. Like, they're not the most attractive bunch. 
Ugly people have sex all the time. I know, but like they be weird. Weird. This, this is getting. They're ugly this and is weirdos. Get offensive, bro. Am I saying something problematic? They're ugly and weird. And you don't think the ugly weird people have I've sex? I've fucked ugly niggas and I've fucked weird niggas, but I've never fucked an ugly weird nigga. You gotta like, like one is uh, ugly people do have sex. Weird people do have sex. Right. But, like you got both. Like no. And that makes them dumb though. Like dumb ugly niggas. Ugly niggas will either have money or they'll be funny. And then suddenly I'm like, all right, fuck. <laughs> it's the truth. If you're a good time, I'd be... Uh, if you're a good time... I'll go past the looks. Or I'll meet really fine niggas that are bland or weird. I, but I'll fuck I'm you. not gonna lie. I done did that. Yeah. I be shallow as fuck with these fine niggas. But That's they be, my point. They be weird. But they be getting pussy. Because they're fine. Imagine, the ugly niggas get pussy too. Yes, because they'll have money or be funny. So my point... Or they That's be tall. So my point... <laughs> I ain't gonna hold you. You could be ugly as fuck, but if you like six foot seven, like, you gonna get I, you gonna get pussy. I used to fuck a nigga that had a lazy eye, and he was like six eight. You fuck Tracy McGrady? No, no, bitch. I'm just playing. I'm playing. What? What? I was gonna ask. What? That was actually really funny. Oh, I ain't know. Um, we, is, we used to live in Orlando, bitch. I don't actually, know. That's a fair point. But it's no. valid. Oh, um, he was white. But anyway, oh, <laughs> no, like you fucked a white guy with a lazy eye. Mandy, he was six eight, <laughs> and he was in that sports therapy. Okay, no. so you know, he probably tore his ACL at some point. But anyway, here's I'm the dead. point: ugly weirdos probably don't get fucked a lot. You see what I'm saying now? So gotcha. catfish be ugly weirdos, and the nigga from Ninety Day Fiance was an ugly weirdo. So I feel like ugly weirdos just have nothing to go off of. They could like live off of that text message that's like "I love you" from days ago. You could just hang on to it. But like hot people don't go through that bullshit. They're gonna know about a catfish, right? Because you're like more hip to the shit because you be fucking more niggas. That's all I'm saying. That's just my gauge. I could be wrong. You but, could be, and I probably am. But you probably are. Okay, maybe that's a <laughs> So anyway. Uh, anywho, anywho, though, we gonna go ahead and segue out this bitch. Why? Because, ho, a bitch got a Why piss. don't you watch 90 Day Fiance? Because I'm already, like, I have Greenleaf, Married to Medicine, Real Housewives of Potomac, and Real Housewives of Atlanta, and Ink Master. Is Potomac in New Jersey or New York? Bitch. It's in Maryland. I knew it was like a It's tri- like D.C. A up here thing. It's an up here thing? No. I almost said tri-state. <laughs> That does, is that considered tri- no tri-state is Connecticut? Connecticut here in what Rhode Jersey? Island? Jersey. Oh Jersey! <laughs> <laughs> How the fuck I got Rhode Island in that bitch? I know it's close though. Bitch, the first time I saw the Real Housewives of Potomac, I said, "What is Potomac?" <laughs> <laughs> no. Also, bitch, I love boy, it. oh boy, could I never say Poughkeepsie? Wow, Poughkeepsie! I was like Poe. Oh, that's where I got, bitch. That's where the fuck I was Good when um. When the date, when I went on that date and the, and the girlfriend showed up, bitch, and I told you, you it was like a Poughkeepsie? six. Yeah, that's where we were. That's why I was like, oh, bitch, that Uber was $60. So that's why I didn't get it. He had to take me home after the girlfriend showed up. <laughs> and then I was like, I'm over it. That was one of the hardest you ever made me laugh, dog. First Be- off, calm down. Because I can even remember calm, your. Calm down. I'm serious. Because I remember your inflection when you said it. You said. This bitch showed up, and I was like, oh, hell no. Nah. And I looked at my Uber, and it was $60. I said, well, let me see what happens. <laughs> <laughs> bitch, I was not. I was not. Because, bro, that shit is so fucking true. I mean, now I got the money. I don't care, bitch. I don't even check my receipts no more. But, no, me neither. I mean, it's awful. But 
when I was poor, bitch, that's $60. I was like, oh, no. Bro, the choices that I made when I was poor were so much more conscious. Like, the convenience money I pay now is ridiculous. Bitch, I paid a $200 bill last night at fucking Empanada Mamas. How do we have $200 worth of empanadas? You know why? Because when I get drunk, I say shots, and there were seven of us. Oh, they have liquor there? Yeah, I guess. One of the craziest episodes we had this year, of course, came from episode 125, where we did our recap of our week at Hedonism Resort in Negril, Jamaica. I had a wonderful time. Weezy had a neutral experience. If you haven't yet, we had the opportunity of being guests at the Hedonism 2 Resort in Negril, Jamaica, where we got to kind of share our experience there at the resort. And let's just say, I know I was scared of feet, y'all, but in this clip, I share my first experience of having a toe in my mouth. Not only that, I also share of some other crazy things that I saw while at the resort. Again, this was one of my favorite episodes um, that Weezy and I did without any guests. And I just really enjoyed recapping a vacation that I had a great time at with my homegirls. Shout out Lex P from the Poor Minds podcast um, and my other homegirls who joined me. I had a great time. So now you're going to check out a clip from episode 125, our trip at Hedonism Resort. I will say, let me tell y'all, since y'all want to know if we fucked or not. Well, I already said I didn't, but I did experience some things. So um, at the prude side of the pool, let me tell y'all what the fuck I, I experienced. So this was maybe my second or third night. We just got back from an excursion. Um, we went snorkeling and Lex and I went to the pool and this guy the whole time, of course, and we've talked about it a lot of shows, was into my feet. So we in the pool. I'm twerking on was the this little splash thing. Yes. Oh my god, the nipple ring, nigga, Mandy. Yes. So let me tell y'all. So we're at the prude side pool. I'm drinking. We literally drank the whole goddamn time. So he comes and he's like obsessed with my feet. So he pulls my foot out of the water. I sit on the side and I just start rubbing his face with my foot, and I'm loving it. This is just fun for me. This nigga then starts putting each of my toes in his mouth and I'm just like wiggling my toes in this nigga's mouth in front of everybody. So flash forward to the nighttime. We had the goddamn jacuzzi. And if anyone has been to hedonism, the jacuzzi on the nude side is where everything motherfucking happens. Oh God. So we're here. We're here. At the that was something jacuzzi. I did not want to see, Mandy. Bitch, we're here at the jacuzzi and there's a bitch to my right sucking dick there's another woman to my right giving getting head we're with a group so i have all my friends wheezy in the jacuzzi her nigga in the jacuzzi we're all just talking we're drunk as fuck at this time and finally the nigga who was eating my toes he hops in he's all ready to goddamn he's like i just want to eat you out and i'm just like you know what fine so I hop my ass up on the side uh, of the goddamn jacuzzi and I just lift my leg like so and just put his head and I'm just like, okay, eat this. You know what? A lot of you like to make comments like, oh, you guys are just like sisters. You fight like sisters. Never more than that moment did it really actually feel real because I couldn't look at Mandy. Well, my friends loved it. They were like, bitch, you were putting on a show. I could, my body got tense. I was just like, all right, y'all know I don't even like head, but I was like, 
Bitch, let me put on a show. Let's, no, let me then she started making noise. Oh, yeah, I started moaning. I was like looking up at the stars. I, I said, bitch, what else am I going to get head looking up at the I stars? I started talking to random In front of everybody. Niggas. I was like, this is fun. But then the nigga like went to eat my ass and I jumped. I was like, okay, nigga, now you're doing a lot. Um, I was so mad. But no, so check this out. I, I was literally like, I don't know but how you could do this. Let me tell you how much in a mood <laughs> I was. So then I hop up after that nigga was eating my ass, right? And my friends were like, oh, bitch, so you just putting on a show. So I go and I'm, I am I slide over to my homegirl and I don't even know why. I don't know what I was doing. I ain't never did this in my life. I was drunk and just feeling it. I was like, ooh, bitch, I'm going to put on a show. Let me put on another show. I take her foot out of the water and I start sucking on her toes my home girl and i'm like i ain't ever sucked toes in my life but then i felt like technically you only sucking chlorine because bitch it's in a pool so it's not like dirty feet or feet that just came out of a shoe it's like you're sucking chlorine this is cool it tasted just like skin so i was like okay this ain't too bad i don't know if i would suck a toe again but i was like you know this is kind of not bad and then i realized how much into the foot fetishism i've got well you check marked that box i did it was pretty amazing. I'm not going to lie. So, so, yeah, there was just a lot. But you were able to envision. And then I think on my second to last day there, one of the best things that I saw outside of a flogging section session, shout out to King Noir. So there's beds all throughout that are outside um, in canopies that you could technically stop and fuck. And so there was a flogging session that I saw. But I want to explain to y'all. I saw I, one too. And I brought this up um, on our Patreon episode. But let me share with y'all the most interesting thing that I fucking saw. So I'm at the prude pool. It's five o'clock in the goddamn afternoon. So I'm like, okay, it's not dinner time yet, but we already ate lunch, but we don't want to be in the room. So let's just go lay by the pool. We're like, let's do the prude side because we're not trying to get turned at the nude side right now. Wrong. Bitch, me and Lake go to the prude side. They're not playing the twerking music we were dancing to the day before. They were playing R&B. <laughs> and I guess that this is what got people in the mood. So me and Lex are just sitting here. Next thing you know, I'm talking to her and this bitch is not responding. So I'm I turn to look at what she's looking at. There's a woman laying on a float. There is a woman behind her making sure her head stays afloat. Two women on either side of her holding her legs open and her man at the end of the float fingering her pussy while one of the girls also has a toy on her clit. And all you see is this woman moaning back in ecstasy as they're trying to make her squirt in the pool. And I'm just like watching it. And I'm just like at five o'clock in the afternoon, this is really happening in right in front afternoon. of me. So I was like, you, I, and my friend was just like, bitch, I, you didn't brought me to this goddamn shit. Lex was in awe at the things that we saw, but it was just, everyone's so free and fluid. And they were like, Oh bitch, we're all going to help you get an orgasm right here in the pool. So I'm not going to lie. We didn't get into the pool at that very moment. We said, let's go into the other pool. So uh, by the dining area, one of my other favorite episodes. And I think a staple thing that we always talk about on this podcast is Mandy science and fucking blueprints. And that came from an episode Titled 107 Views from the Cis Het Ho featuring Andrew Schultz. Shout out to our friend of the show, Andrew Schultz, who just signed a great deal and is going to have an amazing stand up special. Please make sure you guys check that out when it's out. But for now, see where we get the science joke from, see where it all came from, and enjoy some more laughs with us. Check it out. Science is never wrong. Um, and I, feel I disagree. Like uh -oh. I disagree. What happened? That's the thing, and we're not going to get into it. But to me, science is all given by a man. <laughs> <Yes. laughs> it's 
I just say? Science has told us, damn it. Fuck y'all. Y'all want to see here? Y'all may as well believe everything in the Bible then. Written by hold a man. Hold on, hold on. You wildin', bro. No, same shit. Science Anyways. is told to us because yes. why? Be- Listen, we're not going to get into this. We're going to get into the whole be- so, <sighs> so, y'all, if y'all want to write into us, you guys know. Let me ask you a question. When, when you look at the weather, right? And it says. The it's- weather be wrong. It be saying snow, bitch. Snow. The weather be wrong. So, can so, you ever really depend on the weather? When, no. The, when your phone says it's 60 out there, do you walk out? And be like, nah, bro, it's at least 65. But it's around it. Yeah, it's, it's around. It's close. Right, gotcha. it's close. Gotcha. That's fine, it's close. Right. But, but my app been wrong. It just said it's finna snow on Monday and then it don't snow. Do right. you think that like science with like like patterns at least, like the world had taken a trip 365 Yep, the same way I believe the there, if a guy cheats once, he'll cheat again. Like What about patterns, gravity? Okay, what about gravity? Like, look, ready? Like, I get gravity. There's a reason. No, no, no. I get uh, it. There's, yes, it's going to go to the ground. Why is that falling? It's going to go to the ground. Why is that? That I get. I'm talking is about- Is gravity science or that's not science? Yeah, man. I mean, that's we're, we're on this earth. I don't know who made it. I don't know if God, we just here, bro. We just here living. Yeah. That's it. We just here living, y'all. <laughs> so some science. <laughs> so crazy. We, some science is, I mean, I can't, I get it. I can't explain. Like babies. I, babies, we know it come from the, from, oh, that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Not from the steward. Fuck okay. you. <laughs> I'm not, we gonna get into well, the Well, if you home, get a I'll plan B. Okay. okay. Um, so this week's home mail, I'm gonna Wait read the one. Do you what? take birth control? No. Okay. I, I'm not on birth control. Did you ever? I mean, I've taken Plan B pills, but the is Plan B science. So this is the thing too. Even Plan B, it's not even as it doesn't do everything that they say Bitch, it should do. How is medicine not <laughs> science? First yo. off, because there's things called placebo pills that aren't Mandy, even that don't do anything. So that you can get your period. Yeah. No. So this is the thing. That's why I don't because... be believing that shit. Nah, bro. Like. Even if you go somewhere, like they do, they do tests. Yo, what about a plane? Do you believe a plane flying that's, has to do that's with That's mechanical. Science? Yeah. They, Wait, we, what do you we think mechanical? That shit. Yeah, but with using what to, to build it? Blueprints. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I gotta pee a little bit. I, I leave me alone. Fuck y'all. <laughs> Blueprints. <laughs> Fucking blueprints, bro. That Yo, is hysterical. Yo, shut the fuck up. Damn, I'm trying to read down. What, what did we what we make the blueprints from? <laughs> Some blue shit. <laughs> probably made out of blue. You know what I mean? If you obviously if you got some blue and you print that shit, <laughs> then boom, you got that blueprints and you can make a place. Shut your ass up. You know, listen, yeah. y'all just if y'all I, want a Honestly, Mandy, <laughs> I just did bro. not think what? you were gonna say Brian, bro. So uh, so why are y'all still asking me questions? I wanna get to the home mail. I know, I'm no, just just, just curious, <laughs> like so if they're if they're ready to build like a skyscraper, right? Yes, and, oh, that's architecture. Okay, <laughs> it is architecture. You're is. right, right. And what do you think architecture is based on? Like geometry. That's math. Right, and math is what? Mathematics. <laughs> <laughs> I got an answer for everything. The same way scientists do, which is why you can't believe them. You know what's so funny? I feel like I'm listening to another podcast. <laughs> <laughs> why, y'all? I've been trying to get to the whole mail for the last five minutes. Keep going, please. 
fucking crying, yo, bro. Yo, I'm what, what so, we still oh, talk about? Can I just say? I don't know. <laughs> okay. As depressing as this might okay. sound, I have, you know, my aunt died recently. That yeah, was yeah. the hardest laugh. <laughs> yo, sometimes you need a good laugh, yo. Oh, thank you so yeah. much. Yo, this math is, is mathematics, yo. Real <laughs> talk, like, when you think about it, <laughs> math <laughs> is math. Like, you say shit that's I right. This, I know. But you don't. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, you don't no. at all. Like, yes. you know, she said, what is math <laughs> All right, what is wood? Why are we still Why are we still going here? I'm just trying to understand, like, how what you feel about What are you trying to understand? It. I'm okay. telling you. What is electricity? What do you mean, what is electricity? What is it? So, certain things we just can't explain. What? We, I mean, how did they so make this it? this is the thing. So, yeah. electricity, right? Yeah. And we, we can't talk about explain that. electricity. You can't explain it because they put some shit together and it creates light and shit. But... <laughs> those things like you're putting stuff together go, I'm listening but, to you go <laughs> no I don't want to because y'all like people who listen gonna get what the fuck I'm saying but y'all just don't but it's all it's all good we okay. do do you think any science at all right they, okay I feel like there is, is some used. truth yes there is some truth to some science right sure because yeah it makes sense right but <laughs> like whatever but, but I feel like for the most part, okay. Let me ask, just out of curiosity. Let's say, let's say, God forbid, like this a friend was of not yours. Home mail, let's, by the way. Let's say, God forbid, a friend of yours, right? A yes, friend of yours, a friend uh, of mine, got a disease, yes. right? And they were like, I think I'm gonna go to the doctor and get some science to cure it. Would you look at them and be like, bitches, get a blueprint? No. Like, go. <laughs> <laughs> we're talking about Bro, different things. Now. Blueprint, bitch. So that's how you get rid of this shit. But that's the thing too. There's a lot of holistic people who believe that medicine is all like these chemicals put together that if you really just maybe get some shit from the earth it can cure Steve the Steve Jobs way. tried that. But that's well let's not you know I mean holistic shit can work and it cannot work right <laughs> science is obvious I mean medicine is but I told y'all how even I feel about vaccines. Like when I went oh, to Africa, this, like when I went to Africa, I had to get the yellow fever shot. Do you know what the yellow fever shot did? It just injected yellow fever yellow in fever. my motherfucking blood. But why do you think they do that? See, that's what I'm saying. Who knows? Because somebody said, "Well, let me inject a little bit in you." That's, so then, if you get hit again, that's, a whole lot of you. You want to know what? White, up. You, you, okay, vaccines no, is the only thing, and medicine what? is the only thing I'll give you. But I will. No, no, say, no, no, no. Medicine. This can is work white privilege. What is white privilege? All these kids around the world, yes, dying from preventable diseases because they can't get vaccinated, and white people in America are so privileged. They're like, I ain't gonna vaccinate my kids. No vaccination shit is white privilege like a motherfucker. Black I mean, people but, be doing that shit too. Yeah, no, they don't. No, they do. They and, really but, don't. But, but if you think about it, though. They kind of force it on us because he there's so many shots that I couldn't I couldn't even get a, to college until I showed my shot records. Yeah. Certain shots have to be had. If you go to public school, you have to have certain yeah, shots. Yeah, you but you know why though? In. Because of the spread of it in the right. school. Boom. Yeah. Understood. I still think it's bullshit. Get vaccinated, um, yo. Well, yeah, did you get playing. yellow fever? Yeah. No, I had to get the yellow fever shot, and if they wanted to let me in the goddamn country, and I had to bring malaria pills with me too. Is malaria pills science? I ain't take them, but I ain't get malaria. <laughs> I ain't take them hoes. I left them. I really enjoy the educational aspects of horrible decisions. And one of my favorite episodes of the year actually comes from the very first bonus episode of the year that I actually dropped on the timeline. And it's called Surviving Society. It's an episode that I decided to do um, after watching the Surviving R. Kelly documentary. 
to effectively have this conversation, I hit up three of my good friends in the industry who I thought would be a great addition to having this conversation. So I had Jade from the Jade and XD podcast and also the Getting Grown podcast. I had Michelle Hope, who has been on our podcast numerous times. Um, she is a sexpert and sex educator. And then I luckily was able to have Jamila Lemieux on the show. Now, Jamila has joined us on the Horrible Decisions podcast, but she was also a part of um, the R. Kelly documentary. And to me, this year has definitely pushed forward the agenda of the Me Too movement and just opening the conversations about consent, what is right from wrong, and definitely getting these fucking creeps the fuck out of here. So what you're about to listen to now is a clip from that episode. And I actually, oh my God, we were in the studio for about an hour and a half, um, just diving into the topics that were brought forth with the R. Kelly documentary. So although um, we spoke a little bit to R. Kelly, we talked about just so many conversations. So check out this clip now from the bonus episode. It was the first one posted of the year, Surviving Society. Check it out. I don't want my child to think of her virginity as a delicate flower to be protected. I want her to think about, because I, I I discarded my virginity like an ill-fitting pair of shoes. So I was like, just get it out of the way. I barely remember the person, you know what I mean? Because I, I was yep. curious about sex. I was ready to get started. And just the virginity felt like a weight to me and even right. though I lost it at 15 and didn't start I didn't mm -hmm. become sexually active until 18 mm -hmm. like I didn't like the pressure that people were like who's gonna be the first who's good enough yeah, that's who, so like, who do I like enough like that's that just felt like a weight to that. me but also is. there's still something to like what when I talk to young people because I do a bit of college speaking we talk mm -hmm. about sexual agency and consent and consent based the, that lack of consent based education mm -hmm. and how important yeah. that is for you know kids of all gender expressions and adults to learn or relearn that you should be thinking about sex as something that is an act between two consenting people eager. who are eager, you know, affirmative consent, yes. right? Desire, Happy consent. right? That I respect you. I am interested and invested in your pleasure. I want mm -hmm. to share this experience with you, with whether you. we're in a serious, committed relationship or in a casual sex experience. You know, and that's what's so radical about what you all do. Like, I hope <laughs> I don't get emotional, but like there, I was the sex positive feminist since I was a kid, mm -hmm. right? Like, before I had the language to even describe it. Like, mm -hmm. I remember when my friends were like, I don't think I'm ever gonna suck dick, like, ever. You know? <laughs> oh, or like, girl. I'm gonna just suck. <laughs> I don't know how they become Valley Girls because we're from the South. <laughs> <laughs> that's how they sound. It was probably like, I ain't sucking nobody dick, like, mm -hmm. never. That's how they, that's how they yeah. said it. Right. You know, or maybe, you know, I might suck like my husband's dick. And I just remember just feeling like, and I wasn't out there yet, but I just remember saying, I think it's going to happen sooner than that, you guys. Yeah. You know, like it just seemed like this doesn't really, it just sounds like it's a part of sex to me and we're all really curious and interested in receiving oral sex. So just stands to reason that at some point we're good. This is going to be a trade-off at the very least. Or it least. should be. Mm -hmm. You know, or it should be, right? And that's something I always say, like don't go down on somebody, yeah. wouldn't go down on you. I don't care if you're, you know, 18, Thank 28, you. 38. Thank they you. wouldn't right. do it to you unless you are like, I don't desire or like that or I right. don't want that tonight. Mm -hmm. Then you're not sleeping with somebody who respects your sexual pleasure. But we're not telling, you know, for boys, it's just kind of taken for granted that they're going to, because they're likely to ejaculate, they right. will enjoy yep. this experience. They don't have to think about whether the girl... Yeah, it's not a broken cherry or what have you. Yeah. Right. Oh, God, the cherry. High, yeah. Right, the high... Yeah, I mean, But I mean, even mythical thing, like right. unicorns. High, right. Even with what you were saying, though, like you losing your virginity at 15 I lost mine at 16 um, it was 
it's also a thing to where when you lose it at those ages, older adults, your peers, other men, the reference to you being fast, you being a hoe, mm-hmm. you being, I will sit here and go back to me being 28 now, the things that I know now and how I feel now and how I respond now Absolutely. to sex, to partners, to all of that is completely a 180 oh, from absolutely. what I was doing at fucking 16 to say 21, honestly. Yeah. Oh, girl. Like, holy shit. So the fact that we put these mature adult responsibilities even on these young, still children. I was yes. fucking as a child. I don't give a fuck what you, like, yeah. I was fucking as a child. And knowing now with the podcast and with the research and with friends like you and having conversations like this with you two, I know now, I can look back, I was fucking pedophiles. I was fuck, mm. or I was fucking the other word you said. Yeah. It's a uh, weird. <laughs> <laughs> look at your name. I had to look it up she again. She was having E-febophilia. That. I was dealing with men <laughs> who were like okay. underage girls. Yeah. Like not, age, not, not, not prepubescent. Yes, bitch, yeah. you know. And so like to sit here and have the platform that I do, that's why I thought this conversation was so important because we do sit here and say, well, if you've been fucking since you was 10 or 11 or 12, you get it. And it's like everything that I did probably before 24, honestly, before 25 when I'm, the yeah, prefrontal cortex develops yes. what I find very interesting about that nerdy nerdy point you guys are saying 24 25 your brain is not fully formed that's what we was, now know right. until about 25 yeah. 26 oh, that yeah. pre that prefrontal um, cortex, cortex yeah. is not fully formed so you know um, I always tell when I'm doing lectures or college tours or classroom work I'm like listen Y'all out here just bumping uglies. Because the sex you having right now is ain't ain't nowhere near how it's going to be popping over later. When you have a job. When you've discovered who you are as a person. When you finish college. And I'm not telling you, uh, shame on you for doing it. Mm -hmm. You got to hit your head against the wall a couple times in in high school. But trust me, y'all ain't need to be doing it that much. Y'all don't need to collect so many notches on your belt. You don't need so many numbers. Although... I lost my number in 1998. I, sure I, I don't know if where my number walked either. up to me and shot me on the <laughs> I wouldn't know. If I had to like, give you the right what? number Listen, to save my life, bitch, I, told I did. I'm, I'm the girl dead. told y'all on the internet the that. number is four. She no, said the number is four. That's she it. said go up or down. If you fuck two niggas named Ryan, you fucked one nigga named Ryan. So here's so <laughs> like, okay. the number is four. So you know what? Because people don't believe that one hand. I like to say nine, <laughs> nine because you're still on two years. I don't even, know. I don't even I care. Like, or you do the math. Like, like, you're that's telling so me you fucking stupid. One person a year. It's for so like, stupid. If you really do the math, if you do, the I'm math, a grown yeah. woman. <laughs> I am past thirty five, looking a whole hell of a lot closer um. to forty than thirty. If you know what I'm saying. <laughs> and if I lost my virginity, okay, at fifteen, right. bitch, we looking at almost twenty years of the fucking. fucking. Right. Yeah. So we clearly know. Right. Okay, my number's 20. Right. <laughs> we'll go with that. There you go. Sure. There you go. And wait, are we only talking men? Right. Hello. Yeah, hello. There's that Then too. the number is you like I double. Don't know. Oh, <laughs> I got to add one. <laughs> How about that? 24. There you go. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Rev up your thrills this summer at Cedar Point on the all-new Top Thrill 2. 
Drive the sky on the world's tallest and fastest triple launch vertical speedway. And now, for a limited time, get more Cedar Point fun for less with our limited time bundle for just $49.99. Get admission, parking, and all-day drinks for one low price. But you better hurry, because this bundle won't last long. Save now at cedarpoint.com. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo play so i want to circle this back i want to i guess now i want to discuss more of the general aspects that relate to this we talked about accountability we did talk about us as children but i wanted to get into a lot of men were questioning why these women why these victims chose to go on lifetime and share their story in that case instead of taking this man to court, instead of letting the court system find him guilty. And as you guys see, I believe this was well, this was in part three and four. We saw that the court system has already failed us once with just this predator. Um, one of the twice Florida and twice Chicago. Florida and mm-hmm. Chicago. One of the tweets that I saw today that resonated with all of y'all, and even the parents on this last part that was saying, well, he wasn't found guilty. Mm -hmm. I saw a tweet today that said, George Zimmerman wasn't found guilty. Would you let your black ass son hang around George Zimmerman? No. So for these parents and for all of these people to sit here and try to use the court system to justify his innocence, It's, it's fucking disgusting. And a lot of these same people that would use the court system to justify R. Kelly's innocence would look at Bill Cosby being behind jail as a, tra- you know, behind bars as a travesty because the They're court system is out to black get black men. men. Well, right. So I mean, which one is it? But right. then those are right. also the same parents who will not allow their students to sign up for a fifth grade sex ed class Absolutely. because, exactly. you know what, my child don't need to know that. I'm going to mm-hmm. teach them when they're ready. I got into an argument on Thursday with a dude at a bar about this. He was like... I don't like how you support Amber Rose. She's not, she's this, that, and other. I was like, bro, she's talking about women equal sexuality. Right. I don't need to teach my son that. Oh, Lord. Oh, Here so what we you teach go. Him? 14 what years old, them? never had a conversation with him about sex. 13-year-old boy. That's a problem. That is a, a huge problem. problem. Oh, they're fucking early. Like, they are, a huge people don't understand that um, porn First is in, onset of porn is nine here in the U.S. on average when you think about cell phones. So you're mad at the parents. He wasn't found there. guilty. Like, why does they have to be found guilty? I hate that so many of those parents. Not to mention out of sexual it. assault, yeah. like when it comes to sexual assault. Only about nine of every 1,000 cases see a district attorney's oh, death. Wow. One, that doesn't even mean somebody gonna be found guilty. You've had 9,000 reports and only nine get to see a district attorney, a prosecutor's desk? Oh, but them other. That doesn't even mean there's a trial. Hello, right. that's what right. I'm saying. Right. So how many actually get found guilty? Probably less than one. Listen, there, there, are, there, are, men, there are people who are found guilty 
within the households by other people in the household and nobody and says no, nothing and, no one and says people anything. still sweep it under the rug or <clears> they <throat> still excuse it or they still say oh well you know we don't want to we, we don't want to send them to jail or we don't want to keep doing this Black that men or the are third on the down down <laughs> As some of you guys may have heard me say, I am not a fan of having celebrities or rappers on our show because I really feel like it ruins the essence of what Horrible Decisions was meant to be, right? We are a show that destigmatizes kinks for the black community. I don't want to interview people about them smacking and choking bitches because I don't care. But God damn it, is Freddie Gibbs a funny motherfucker? So I compiled some of my favorite clips from the episode we had with him where he said, I have Black Lives Matter pussy. And I would actually really love to get a t-shirt that says that. If you want to make it, send it as your Christmas gift, bitch. Enjoy this clip. We're going to get into our kink of the week now. And this is actually, I like um, the word that you used earlier. Um, the Did he say plummeting? Pounding? Punish the pussy? Yeah, see, I and punish. I don't really know if we you like heard a pee, bitch. saying that. Wait, didn't we come, come after somebody for saying punishing the pussy? No, because I be saying that shit. Because <laughs> I say I want to get punished. There ain't nothing wrong with punishing the pussy. It's not. Anyways, the- I love being bad. Do you? I be telling niggas I'm doing fucked up shit on her. I be like, yo, mad niggas is talking to me and I've been flirting back. You don't punish me. I be lying. I be at home. <laughs> Watching 90 Day Fiance. Like, yeah, man, I'm out. <laughs> well, you got to make a nigga jealous a little bit. The kink for this week, um, and I found it if you guys want to look. It's actually from Fantasy App. Dot com. Um, they actually talk about roughness as being a kink in the bedroom. And I wanted to bring that up because what? The water is also wet. No. Some people like gentle, intimate sex. And I brought this up because this was a conversation I recently had with one of my niggas who didn't like that I like he he refers to it as porn star sex because I do like really rough sex but I told you I just got rough sex so hard that I didn't want to have sex for the rest of the year mm-hmm. and I cried and I was like damn I know I like rough sex but I was literally after we got done I don't fucking, think rough sex is porn star sex you don't think I think really I think porn star sex is I think a lot of talking I think it's a lot of switching positions it could be rough sex but porn star sex feels like a lot of work being rough all the time to me don't you know like so yeah. so when I think of it and I actually finished Euphoria thank God it was one of the things that happened in the scene oh, where she... he goes to choke her and he's like what are you doing and he's like I thought that that's what I was supposed to do so I think that when you watch porn a lot of it is specifically that's why I don't like straight porn this is why I'm a fan of Erica they, they all be like like it don't look enjoyable so, violence in porn is like Top categories, right? Rough anal, rough gangbang, like the, whether it be like the stretching and the spank, the spitting, even the talking. It's like very violent. That's why interracial porn is very hard for me to watch because, like, I've been on the cusp of coming, and then I've heard you like say interracial porn hard for y'all to watch. Y'all parents did interracial hey, porn. Hey, I can't. Y'all, I can't. <laughs> y'all is mixed in a motherfucker. My dad wasn't like this great. Porn going on. Well, she thinks because I watch blacked a lot okay. and. It is. It's all interracial. It's all big. So like, I cannot hear the word like "you're black." It just fucks me up. I mean, it's just saying the color of it. It just bothers me. What big black cock? No, I just can't hear like this black pussy. Like, it's just I can't handle it, bro. It's like it's. What the fuck kind of porn are you watching? Black Lives Matter porn. (laughs) (laughs) I just watch either niggas. (laughs) This black dick. I watch wait, gangbangs. That's why. <laughs> so, so when you watch black on black porn, <laughs> I never heard of that. <laughs> black on black. 
Will you fuck him? They never. That's not a life of crime. I'm about to call it. Let's do some black on black shit. Do you never hear them reference color when they're the same color? Because I feel like I still do. Yes, I feel like I have. And now I'm gonna have to search and find one to send it to. Or maybe it doesn't bother me, but like I like gangbangs, right? So if they got a black girl and there's a lot of white dudes, and then they start with that black pussy shit, I'll be like, oh, I'm out. I can't do this. Give me that oh. black pussy. Oh, okay, I get it. I okay. can. I can see how that really fucks me up. I see. And then when I mean, it's like, now that you think about it, it is kind of it's I too feel much. You, but it's a gangbang, so it's certain shit you just gotta throw out the window here. You, you don't. know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, why not? You're already fucking Bruh, ten I, niggas. Okay, I'm gonna so. tell you where my point is very specific. As you know, I love bukkake. It's like what I come to on the regular. So if there's a bunch of like, there, she's already on the ground getting come on, and then they're talking about her black face. I just can't do it. They don't be saying black face, bro. Your pretty little black face. I heard that. Pretty oh. little black face. Long as they don't skeet on it and be like, you nigger. Bitch, <laughs> did you hear about the white woman and the dude is stealing her? Do you oh, wait, yes. So there, I, I will say there, there was a guy and I can't remember the name, but there's a porn, there's a porn star when he that was coming, is that said. is suing um his porn she performer. Said, Give me that come. Yeah, she called him a. a I think with the ER, I don't even like saying it's it. Like a hard that. ER, a hard Damn. ER. Give me that nigger cup. Yeah, isn't it funny when we hear ER and you're like, oh, whoa! I don't like the ER at the end. Those two letters, bitch. Yeah. So, but she's I would have punished that pussy. She's would have punished that pussy. You call me a nigger with the hard R, bitch. I'm about to punish that. Wait, shit. Are, you're still gonna fuck a woman if she calls you the N word? If I'm in the middle of fucking, I'm in there. <laughs> I ain't gonna stop. Ain't you funny how, when it's an ER, it's the N word. <laughs> <laughs> like that bitch said the n-word and that nigga was pissed that shit ain't gonna stop ain't gonna, nigga, nigga hurt my feelings but ain't gonna stop my dick from being hard now no, really? not, not you calling me a nigga no more <laughs> so are you fake woke hell no yeah, I'm, yeah when it comes to that when the dick woke I'm fake woke <laughs> I don't give a fuck wait that motherfucker took control he got back he like hey, she I just called us a nigga don't get mad I don't think I've ever heard your black dick from a black girl in the black porn like Damn, what? That's a lot of black. Hold on. <laughs> like I, said, I never heard a black dick from a black girl a black poor get like, fucked by black, black parents. No. Have you? <laughs> I'm trying to think because I have y'all. Have y'all? I never heard black pussy though either. Give me a black. Pussy. I heard a mixed. Uh, I heard a mixed girl say, "Give me this black dick. Give me that big black dick or something I, like that." I think I've. That's what I'm saying. I, yeah, I've heard I black think... girls say that too. What the fuck are you talking about? That's what I'm saying. On. I've heard black girls say that. That's I ain't what I'm heard saying. It yet. But, I'm gonna search it. But ain't a lot of niggas doing bukkake, so that's probably why it don't pop up. One of the episodes that touched my heart before we even stopped hitting the record button was for sure episode 144, Sex in the Church, featuring Pastor Corey L. Scott. Um, This platform has meant so much to me, and it more so means a lot to me that we are connecting with the community and having these open conversations and just literally opening dialogue amongst your friends, your family, your peers, and your partners. And in this episode, we had, I would say, a non-traditional member of the church. Corey is a gay black male who is actually a part of a congregation in Chicago. And he came in guns a-blazing, letting us know why he's still is a part of, you know, a place that wouldn't necessarily be as accepting of who he is. And I thought that this was 
one of my favorite episodes probably of all time. But I know we haven't really dug into any home mail. He gave probably the best home mail response of the year when it came to conflict resolution. We've incorporated the home mail segment into our live shows and you can find it literally in every episode. I didn't think it would be right to do a recap of the year without one of the most memorable home mail moments. And to me, I literally had to listen back to his advice and write it down and have now implemented it into my personal life. So check out now the home mail portion of our episode with Pastor Corey L. Scott. Check it out. Before we get out of here, we are going to get into our home mail. If you guys want to um, send us a home mail, please do so in our email. It's our easiest way to keep up with all of your letters. So that is horribledecisions at gmail.com. This one actually came, um, and thank God it came to our email from a patron. I'm super excited. This one is relationship tension. I I recently got into a very heated fight with my boyfriend. It got very disrespectful, almost to the point of getting physical. That's very unlike us, and I'm really sad it got to that point. During the argument, I said some really hurtful things that I regretted as soon as I said them. It wasn't the typical one-word insults. It was things I had been sitting on for a while, and Mm -hmm. he could tell. I know it really hurt him because it's a touchy subject for him. I apologized multiple times, and he apologized to me as well. We're okay at the moment, but I still feel the tension between us and feel awful that I can't take back the things I said. I want to emphasize that him and I have been together for almost six years now, and we have never, ever disrespected each other, even during fights. The guilt of hurting him is really eating at me, and I don't ever want to do that again. How have you guys gotten past anything like this in your relationships? I can't help but feel like I changed our dynamic, and I don't know if we can come back from it. Um, you gonna say pray? No, I'm just nope. <laughs> I mean, nope. what's going so, on? So, so I'll, I'll, I'm, I'm also a life coach. Yeah, and so here are for people in relationships. Here are three rules that I have for conflict in relationship. Oh, I like it. One, take notes, y'all. One, we argue about what we're arguing about and nothing else. Mm. If it's about the trash, it's about the trash. If it's about the TV being left on, it's about the TV. Don't bring up the trash when we're talking about the TV. If you had an issue with the TV, bring up the TV at that time. We argue about what we're arguing about, nothing else. That's a great rule for the podcast. And so, Uh, ain't it though? And it will force you you to deal with stuff that you got going on and not do what this right, what this writer says that she did which was it was stuff that she been harboring mm-hmm. and stacking chips Bro, so could, like, I'm telling you so, I've never been able to hold water but so, it's a blessing and a curse if you we argue about what we arguing about Say nothing else shit. so Say- so deal with the stuff that you gotta deal with at that time number two you don't get to characterize or name call during an argument mm. ain't none of that You you get to talk about how you feel you get to talk about how something made you feel. You get to talk about how you interpret it, but you don't get to call me names. You don't get to characterize me. You can ask a couple questions. That's it. Again, we, because, we, we, we taking notes right now. Because that is exactly why you're in the position you're in feeling guilty now. Because you said something that you knew would hit hard for somebody that you love. And of course, you would carry some guilt about that. Right? Yeah. So that's just out. 
you got to figure out another way to communicate name other than name calling and too. characterizing people. Like when you do that, like that stuff never goes away for you or them. So we Agreed. argue about what we arguing about. No name calling, no characterizing. The last thing is the timeout. Like if we in an argument and it's getting too heated, either of us gets to call a timeout, which means an hour I walk away from you. You walk away from me, and in an hour, 60 minutes, we come back. Oh, I like the time And we out. have this conversation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You got to deal with Table whatever. It. You got to, and not longer than that. I like that. You got to deal with whatever you, if you need to sip a cup I of coffee, hours, I go, if you need I go, to go. do some yoga or whatever it is, like, no, because what tends to happen is if I can just call an indefinite timeout, I can walk away from this and we don't have to deal with whatever it is. Mm. But the timeout is only for an hour. Either of us gets to call it. And when we do the other stops, you don't get to make no more comments. Corey, you're no, no, Corey, we gonna, we going to hire you as the, and, as the coach for this podcast. <laughs> Maybe Jesus and is real. And that's you came it, in here right? saying some shit that honestly, and like, it, like, like we then I just got, um, you know, into just a debate. There's a lot going on with the tour, with building a team, with yeah. with with just a lot. I guess when you have a business, um, specifically one, um, and I'm not going to talk about how much money we we brought in this year, but it was a whole lot. Um, and so I know they say you know money, money, you know yeah. more money, more problems. Yeah, and and the idea that it does bring happiness has been one that I've found now not to be true. Um, and so yeah, we've been back and forth it's with, about management. With, with our communication and it's really, skills as well. And it's really, so I, I have a certification in conflict resolution and mediation, See? right? And so communicating in any relationship is probably one of the most important Agreed. things and how you communicate. And so that's why I have those three established rules for relationships, especially romantic relationships. Like I don't, I don't I just don't do that at all. I'm not calling people names, like I'm not characterizing, like I'm not bringing up subterfuge from other arguments. Right. And if you operate that way, you deal with whatever the issue in front of you is and walk away and, and, and then and that's it and that's it, right? And so the resolve for that is like you're going to feel guilty and that should shape your actions. That should shape how you reflect on the next time you get to that point where both of y'all are heated and I'm about to say something again that I know I'm going to regret and you have the immediate past regret to reflect on. So you literally, I'll, you literally I'll have, just answered this whole have, you did great. Yeah, I don't like, have no no answers for you except that it affects how you move forward. My favorite and final clip of the year that I have selected is from a beautiful girl named Taylor McFly. It was episode 126 called ATM Meetups. Now, Shout out to the doms, femme doms we've had on this show before. Um, But Taylor in particular did a little bit of role play with me about how exactly she gets money out of these motherfuckers at the ATM. And I was in total shock. And I, to this day, always think about how she talked to me because I was scared and turned on at the same time. Let's check it out. So as I guess we're going to look into financial domination. You said mm-hmm. you don't have sex with them. Mm-hmm. So when people contact you, what are the things that you do as a financial dom? 
So basically the act of fendom is a fetish. It's a kink of controlling someone else's wallet, right? Mm. So you have these men. Most of these men have high positions. They're in control all day. So they need, even if it's just for an hour, two hours, they need that power stripped away from them. That's why I will say a lot of my clients are Wall Street men because they're used to being in power all the time. Okay. So basically like with financial domination, they'll come to me and say, mistress please drain my wallet mistress i'm spending too much money please take it from me like it's and they get off by you talking shit to them you telling them don't go spend your money don't go do this and then there's things like atm meets where i just meet a guy at atm take his money walk away might might talk shit to him might spit on him he might kiss my feet in public whatever and he walks away but that's how they get off and i'm like who am i to judge how you get off when i'm making bread from it and in a way so no that's so Mm -hmm. a lot of women may be like Bitch, that's it. I could do it. So what are the things that you would say you've done to become a pro-dom to where you know what to say? I'm sure you've looked up, like, mm-hmm. how do I need to talk to these people? Yeah. Because we may think, damn, I could do that. But it's actually a skill. Yeah. Which is what he took away from sex work. Yeah. What are things that you've looked up? And maybe could you give some of the words that you <laughs> might use? I, we going to get in the role playing, bitch. Okay. Okay. So you pull up. Weezy got a pocket full, but she going to go to the ATM. This is this is your John. What do you say as you guys as, as you're approaching the ATM with this man? Well, hold on. I want to ask you a question. Are they normally asking you to say something to them? They already like, have tell the, me on this. That's they already I'm, have the assumption that I'm going to do that. They when they when they come into it, they they're expecting. I know she does a service. Okay. This is what the fuck I'm expecting. So basically, okay. yeah. here we are. <laughs> I'm in there. Okay. Hi, mistress. Why the fuck are you talking to me? I'm so sorry, mistress. I just want to Please just get the money out the ATM so I can go home. What do I put? What do I do? How much do I take out? What amount you think is right? Say an amount. A hundred? Are you fucking playing with me? I'm sorry, mistress. No, I'm not. Take out $500 right now. I only have 600. Take out $600. (laughs) Word? I fucking love it. And then you take it out? And that's how it is. And the crazy thing is, it's all about getting out of your own head because naturally, I'm from the South. I'm a Southern sweetheart. Period. So this is a character. So I really got it. Yeah, and I'm and I'm okay with seeing it as that. Like I'm okay with it. And a lot of women have to get into character for it. But once you get into that character, it becomes a part of you. And now I want to ask you because um, you are a beautiful black queen. Do you feel like your clients come to you because of your skin color at all? Oh, definitely. They hit me with that ebony goddess shit all the time. (laughs) Ebony goddess. I want to worship your ebony goddess ass. Like, they they say all that shit. And you're okay with that. You're paying me? You're going to lick this ebony goddess ass. How about that? Like, (laughs) that's what, and some of them want to be slaves to black women. And you're, we both said that we're- That's a family. I know, but are you okay? And you're okay with- Playing the the slave master role type shit in reverse. I see it as why not? Why okay. fucking not? Okay, like, it's crazy be- that you say that because of the other um, dominatrix that we've had, we've had the Lisa Splitson, and mm-hmm. we've had, I believe, Goddess Unk. Both of them were not into um, that type of play. Oh, I love it. Wait, wait, wait! No, 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 no. Lisa they, into- I, they weren't. Lisa is, but she doesn't like it the other way. The, no. What is the way? One, I think both of them were. I think she didn't. Damn, I can't remember. There was something specific about her. We gotta have her back. Yeah. Um, but I, I, I don't know if it was them acknowledging that she's black or what, but there was something specific about one of them. And you mm-hmm. love getting into those type of... Yeah, I only have one sub right now. Sub, short for submissive. I only have one sh- uh, sub right now that's into like ebony everything. What's the least bit of money you'll take from a man? Like, what's a waste of your time? Honestly, I'm gonna say anything under 25 because there's something I call initial tribute 
where if you at least pay $25, I know you about your shit. Because there's some men that waste your time all day. They won't even pay $5. They but broke $25? That's it? Just online. Talk to me. That's oh, to that's so- message me. Oh, that's just to message yeah, you? Yeah, no. Pay, oh, send me $25. No, they know what's up. If you message me and you ain't paid, I'm not responding to anything you say. Oh, I'm going to start that. You're going to be on red. You're going to see that I read it. But I'm not responding. And so as soon as they write you, you say in order to continue this convo, send me $25? I don't even say that to them. <laughs> if this wasn't the goddamn ghetto. Now let me stop. I'm, I'm, I'm really loving that <laughs> little clip right now. But I want to thank you guys for making it through another fucking 365 days with your favorite whores. I appreciate everyone in the whore hive. I appreciate everyone who's come out to our live shows. Um, But more so, I appreciate everyone who tunes in every motherfucking Monday or Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, whichever day you listen to us. Thank you guys so much for rocking with us. Um, We are almost three years in and this has been a hell of a roller coaster. I know that you guys have seen the growth in us um, professionally, emotionally, um, mentally, shit, me physically. Um, I And I just want to say thank you from the bottom of my heart for all of the support that you guys have given. Specifically, want to shout out to our patrons who have held us down. Because of you guys, we were able to go on tour this year. Um, we are now on another tour. Some niggas. It's motherfucking about to be January 2020. So again, January 18th, Detroit. We need you to cop them motherfucking tickets. See you guys in Detroit. Of course, on January 22nd, we will be in Chicago, Chi-Town, all of that. And then New York City. We added a second show for you guys. You guys made us sell out Sony Hall in eight fucking days. So go ahead, Fly out, come and see us. That's January 25th. For those of you who haven't looked ahead, I believe it's Martin Luther King weekend. So most of y'all shouldn't have to work that motherfucking Monday. Come out. I'm trying to set up some after parties. I want to make sure we turn up, turn the fuck out. I love our New York Horror Hive. And we are putting on two shows for y'all. They will be different. So shit, if you like the first one, come to the second one. Um, Also, we're finally getting out there to Texas, Dallas, motherfucking Houston y'all are showing hella love I'm excited to do Dallas for the first time and of course Houston we'll see you on February the 23rd holla get your tickets that's horribledecisions.com thank you guys again it has been a hell of a year this has been a hell of a year for me and for any of you guys who felt like 2019 may have not been your year I am here to tell you that this is not about resolutions this is not sitting here bringing any negativity into your new year but make goals make goals that you want to reach let's not try to try to think of the negative and the things that happened this year that we would have changed or or that we want to go in no 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 we going into 2020 manifesting y'all hear it that's my word manifesting greatness for all of you for your sex lives your relationships your careers thank you guys once again this has been yet another episode of horrible decisions see you in 2020 bye from bbc radio 4 britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip i thought in that moment oh my god We've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. 
Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Top Thrill 2 is like no other course. Two 420-foot vertical speedways, three launches. All right, let's talk strategy. Copy that, driver. Go for maximum acceleration off the start. Measure that. You've got a short straightaway to push from 0 to 74 on the first vertical speedway. And what about the rollback? Rollback will set you up for an explosive reverse climb 420 feet in the sky so you reach 0 Gs in total weightlessness. 420 feet of straight-up speed. Let's get it. Top Thrill 2, the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch Stratocoaster. Get your tickets at cedarpoint.com. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play.